we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week we are going to have a conversation about nature spirits. But before we get started on that, why don't you check out our website at lunarmagicteatime.com. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. You can join us at Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, Lunar Magic Tea Time. There's even a Facebook group, and I've been a little more active over there this last week. You have been. <laughs> uh, you can get merch at Teespring, and you can listen to this podcast on all your favorite podcasting apps. Just be sure to look up the Lunar Magic Tea Time podcast. Okay, ready? Nature Spirits. This is something Nancy will have a lot to say. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> so when I started working on this episode, I discovered very, very quickly how language and words shape the world that we view, or how we view the world, sorry. Because I originally wanted to offer you listeners um, a kind of just like a list of nature spirits and maybe some thoughts on how to work with them and who to who to avoid and who to call on for certain things, blah, blah, blah. And then I quickly discovered that depending on your path and depending on your background and even depending on the language in which you are born into, mm -hmm. you may call nature spirits any number of things. Yeah. Um, they, elemental, even deities in their own rights, some of them. Yeah. Depending on how you want to even define a deity. Angels or... Yeah. Angels, great example, um, which would also mean the flip side. Uh, no. <laughs> um, so while I do still have plan, I'm I have plans. In fact, one of our upcoming episodes is um, a conversation about pantheons and specific deities within those. For this episode, I wanted to keep it a little less heavy and a little less, I guess, academic. Uh, so for me, uh, nature spirits, like my sort of working definition, is sort of um, a form of elemental, um, though it doesn't need to be fully of the element or of an element, like mm -hmm. a pure elemental would be. I would still consider an, a pure elemental, like a fire elemental or a water elemental, to be a nature spirit, yeah. but not all, not all nature spirits are elemental. Yes, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> And again, this is, I'm going to stray from my notes a little bit, and I'm going, to rem, I'm going to mention something. So I have a religious studies degree, and one of the classes that I absolutely loved the most was called The Varieties of Mystic Experience. And what I took away from this class, and, and the thing that he really tried to drill home to us as we were taking this class, was when you start talking about mystical things your language will fail you because what you're talking about can't be put down in language that we have yeah because it's a bigger experience than we are yeah that we can even like, so so much like when people would use vague ideas in their science mm -hmm. as science was evolving like the concept of ether 
you know, the Greeks have the humors, right? Yeah. And the concept of ether is this vague, it's there. Blah, blah, blah. What they were describing were atoms, and everything is made up of atoms, but they didn't have the words for that. Yeah. And so maybe down the line, mm-hmm. when our science is better, yeah, we will have better phrasings and better definitions for these things. But right now, because we, we simply... We, the bottom line is we simply don't have the language. So a lot yeah. of this conversation is going to feel vague and it's going to feel like we're repeating ourselves and it's going to feel like we're making stuff up and we're not. Yeah. We're just using the language we have at our disposal. It's kind of like um, what I describe when I see things that are multidimensional. Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing is what my brain translated it into. Yes. So I typically would see insect kind of things, but nothing like any insect I've ever seen. But it makes sense that my mind was kind of categorizing what it was seeing, and that's what it came up with. Yes. Same way like some of them were, went into birds, and I saw the bird, and you heard it. I definitely heard something flap. Everything from that, whether you want to call it multidimensional mm-hmm. or parallel universe or wherever they exist in, is obviously they can come back and forth between whatever you want to call it. Even when we see fairies or sprites or whatever, we're seeing what our mind is translating it yeah. as. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. you're, and then especially when you you've already had this preconceived notion of what a fairy or what a leprechaun or something looks, then your mind is gonna do so that. And same thing with language. You know, they probably don't converse in our language. Exactly. It's more emotional or whatever they rather than the kind of more mental that we exist in. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. So. See, she told you I was going to be a lot more vocal on this. <laughs> I want you. Because this is... Well, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> so, nature spirit can be, you know, elemental. It can be the spirit of a place. And we'll get into this, like, that in a minute. Because I love that concept. And I have a cool story. Free spirits. It's a little bit like the idea... Well, there's a form of spirituality called animism. Mm-hmm. Where you believe that... All living things, certainly, but all things have a spirit, have something more than just, like, this table has the spirit of a table. Yeah. Right? It's all things have some form of spirit. Yeah. Um, Usually, when you're talking about it, they're talking about a table has the construction of a table, and that's what its spirit is. But also, they have a spirit. It's kind of like Kami in Japanese, Shinto, but not really, because it's Shinto is animism, for sure. But, you know, again, I'm trying to translate mm-hmm. words. I I don't speak Japanese. Yeah. So I'm trying to translate words that are closer, but they're not my native tongue. Yeah. So that's... What language is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, nature spirits might be fey, like I said. It could be supernatural, so it could be something like, you know, to me, spirit of place falls into that. It could be, you know, a wandering ghost. Mm-hmm. Could be a nature spirit in some way, I would even say. Um, so I do firmly believe that the universe we live in is far more complex than and mostly unknown. Mm-hmm. Like, we just don't have the science right now. Now... What science we do have backs up a lot of what I'm, I think, like string theory backs up 
a lot of how we're all connected. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting closer and closer and closer to proving the multiverse. Yeah. Like, proving it, proving it. Right now, it's just a good, solid theory. I believe it. I believe um, it, too. <laughs> you know, we have no... And just, you know, not even that. But just, we don't know what's out there. So, and I think a lot of our listeners, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you've had something weird happen, whether you've been the person who's done it, or it's something you've seen, or whatever. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, you've had something weird you can't explain, so you kind of understand what we're talking about a lot what if the nature spirit is the shadow man or the hat man mm-hmm. or sometimes when i see for body dimensions is it bleed over from another universe they mm-hmm. weren't was it a ghost it was yeah and i guess um certain people are more sensitive to it because i've seen those things all my life before i put a name on it mm-hmm. i guess you know i would see things and oh yeah like that and they're not there and then you're like i had a, <laughs> ran into this little well she probably was only 10 years old than me Let's be real, Nancy. At the pool, and her she went to Oakway, and it was shut down, so she was there. Mm-hmm. She hadn't been to the outdoor pool before. And we started talking and got more and more metaphysical, and she goes, yep. people ever think that you're just crazy? I'm not going to say that. She's like, no, I'm not. Because I do science first, and then when mm-hmm. it's not. I walk it's through multiple steps yeah. to determine, yeah. you know. No, I don't have brain cancer. Right. I smell cigarettes. There's a reason why I'm smelling cigarettes. I can assure you that my brain has zero lesions or tumors. Yeah. You've been scanned enough. <laughs> you have, you have <laughs> documented proof. <laughs> Nature spirit. Already covered. They can really be anything. But let's talk about some basic sorts. Let's hit the elemental sorts first. So you've got your basics. You've got earth, air, water, fire, probably metal, depending yeah. on how, how much do you want to bring it down. Kind of like Pokemon. Oh my God, they're like Pokemon. <laughs> oh my God. You can see Chris now is like mind blown. No, because someone has been hyper focused on Pokemon this last week. Mm. And I have a Pokedex on my phone and he figured out how to, he figured out all the different types and he was just. I need to look at a rock type. I need to look at a water type. And I need to... So, you know. I know nothing about Pokemon other than my son used to collect the cards. Well, there's a lot of different Pokemon types. There's rock, metal, psychic, all sorts. Anyway. Hmm. And so, earth, air, water, fire, spirit. We all know that those are the basic elements that most pagans work with. Mm -hmm. It would make sense if you are... um, Someone who studies a lot of Eastern philosophies, they also have wood and metal, as well as spirit, or the Greeks would call it the ether. Mm -hmm. Um, Those, to me, would all fall under basic elemental sorts. If you spend a lot of time watching ghost videos on YouTube, hi, I do. (laughs) Every so often you'll see a video where someone's watching a campfire or something, and they'll be like, look at that demon in the... Look at that fire elemental in the fire. Look at this thing in the waterfall or whatever. And, you know, those would be spirits. Mm -hmm. The elemental nature spirits. Spirits of place are something that there's a specific phrase for it. And I never pronounce it correctly to the point where I just don't even try. But a nature spirit can attach itself 
to a specific location and be its protector. Yeah, and some people think of that as like goddesses or gods, but they probably are really just nature spirits that are protecting that area. Exactly. They each had certain areas, had certain... And so think Pele. Yeah. Who has, is, is, now I'm not a native Hawaiian. Yeah. So I could be getting this wrong. In fact, I probably am misinterpreting it at least a little, but probably a lot. But, um... (laughs) Pele is the spirit of the volcano, is the goddess of the volcano. We, you know, if if you're somebody who believes that a deity becomes a deity because people worship it, there you go. Yeah. Um, I have a fun story about a nature spirit, so it's not that fun. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> okay, let us hear this story. So, so as Nancy's mentioned a couple times, um, I used to do a lot of astral work. Um, I kind of fell out of it, not for any, nothing bad happened. I just stopped doing it as much. But um, several times when I would astral travel, I would actually, to go to where I was going, I would have to cross the Columbia River at Wenatchee. And so I'd just be boop, boop, boop across the river. And I noticed the second time I went across astrally that I saw something in the water. And I thought, that's really weird. I shouldn't be seeing anything in the, like, when, you yeah. try, when you're moving astrally, you're not really seeing details. You're seeing concepts, right? So it was kind of the concept of the, the river. Why am I seeing something in it? Yeah. And the next day, actually, I had to travel over the, the bridge, over the river in real life. And I looked down and I thought I saw this massive shadow move through the water. And I thought, nope. <laughs> we don't like that at all. So, first chance I got, I talked to my friend who also does a lot of astral travel, who also was somebody is somebody who sees things and experiences things that people mock all the time. And, and I said, hey, 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 have you ever had this experience? And he replied, oh, that's the river spirit. It lives there. Don't talk to it. Ooh. I'm like, well, I, I have no intention of speaking to anything. I just randomly run into an astral space. I've yeah. played enough games to know you don't do that. <laughs> um, no thanks. I'm not going to have a conversation with it. Well, as it turns out, this is a protector spirit. It protects that stretch of the river. between the. It protects the space between Rocky Reach Dam and Rock Island. And it just it hangs out between those two. It usually is between the actual bridges in Wenatchee. But and I haven't been back for forever, so I don't know if it's still there. But hmm. interesting that you saw it in your oh, yeah. astral. Oh yeah, well, and then and well, then I would see it. In I real guess life. if you think about it, it is something that is in multi dimensions. That's what probably mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. That you then saw it in real life too. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not ever. I have not put my toe in the water <laughs> up there since then. No, legit. Mm, No. (laughs) And in fact, the friend that I had talked to, actually, we went out once after that, and he went um, tubing behind a boat, and um, he almost ripped his arms off because he wrapped himself so tight, and when he got back to shore, we were like, why why did you do that? That was just foolishness. He was like, because I was not falling in the water here. I was like, so you were going to lose your arms. That's fine. But don't don't let me go with the water spirits. <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> I 
peace mm-hmm. with the water spirits. A lot of people think the big mountains, Rainier and Helens and the sisters, for sure, the three sisters over here, all have their own spirit of place. Yeah. Gettysburg, where there's been so much trauma. Yeah, that's a really haunted spot, and who knows what else is there. I would suspect that there's several spirits of place in a place like that. Now, I don't know. I can't confirm because I've never been to Gettysburg, but I know um, when you go past places that have a lot of stuff that's happened there, you can usually sense something more. Yeah. And Oh, definitely. You can pick up on the energy. mm -hmm. If it's a physical, like you can bless your house and invite house spirits that if they're there long enough, would just become the spirit of place. Or if you're like me and they just move in. Well, that's... uh, yeah, we'll get there. You know me. Always uh, jump into the end. Oh, yeah. Or head. So, also, you know, Faye are a form of nature spirit in my mind. Even though they are not spirits in the sense of, you know, a ghost or an elemental. Yeah, I think I still consider them nature yeah. spirits. Yeah. It's kind of a broad category because so. if you think people... Angels and everything else, they're putting in that category. So, yeah. anything that doesn't physically live in this plane? Yeah, and anything you can't necessarily like put into a tight little box. Yeah. Like we tend to go, oh, that's Faye or oh, that's. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. But the Faye, because I was thinking about this, actually, um, the nymphs and dryads from Greek mythology satyrs and, and all of that. Yes, they are a very specific thing, but they're also, if you read the mythology, they're very closely connected to the concept of fey. Oh, yeah. Like especially the, the dryads, which are little woodland guardians of the trees. Some of yeah. them become tree and you don't see them until too late. <laughs> um, you know, a satyr is a goat, you know, goat spirit but also would you catch mm. a satyr in the city no yeah they're out in nature hi that's a nature spirit when you read your mythologies read your mythologies they've been there <laughs> since <laughs> the beginning of time so yeah um and almost every half let's say has some form of spirit i'm trying to choose my words carefully here. yeah because again, we're using concepts that don't have clear definitions and we don't always have the words, but almost yeah. every almost every path has something that isn't quite elevated to the level of deity for that path. Yeah. But certainly isn't human either. So um Devas, 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 D-E-V-A, and I cannot remember how to pronounce Deva, are in Hindu mythology, Jain mythology. Buddhist mythology. So devas are, are, are a higher being, but yakshas are more along the lines of a spirit, where they're in things, around things, sometimes mischievous and capricious, like a gnome or goblin, but they're not, because those are our things. Yeah. Right? Frequently tied with trees and fertility and nature and all, you know, again, we're talking about things that are so hard to yeah, get the concept nail down yeah. conceptually because 
how do you explain? Okay. So Nancy's talked about her nature spirit yeah. on this podcast before. Before she knew she had nature spirits, we were sitting in her backyard. She's right on the wetlands. She has this wide stretch of just marsh, literally right out her back door. We were out her backyard, and I kept seeing something moving, darting from tree to tree. But when I would look to focus on it, there was nothing there. Yeah. It was not a bird, because I would have seen a bird. Yeah. Because the trees were bare. But no, something was out there. And you, I'm sure it was a marsh spirit. But you said it earlier today. Yeah. When did we talk? Today. Today. We talked today. <laughs> yeah, when I felt. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, Kristen loaned me a book um, talking about nature spirits. And I went outside, and there's a symbol that you can look at kind of get you into communication with them. And so I was sitting in my backyard and around two plants, it was a, what did we just like a glimmer or mm-hmm. like something, almost like if you were watching something and there was a little bit of interference, like the, almost like when heat is on something, mm-hmm. you get that kind of wave, but it was different. And it was only, because you know, I go science first, it was on one plant on one side of the fence and one plant on the other. So different lighting conditions, different things going on. It wasn't wasn't coming through my patio cover. And I was, I was like, huh. And then just like that, they were gone. I'm like, okay, I could see that being a nature spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taking care of my plants. And we all know that I, I would not call myself a very... Um, Good gardener, I like my plants, but then in the past they just died, and all of a sudden little two-inch plants are now in like a 12-inch pot, and my plants are going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I used to always say it was my grandmother until I was told, oh, no, it's the nature spirits. They love your house. They not so much on the neighbors, but <laughs> they love the energy and everything. And then they told me I had to get more plants. We've already covered that, but yeah, that's... And I actually did hear their voice when I went to the plant store. Mm-hmm. One was like, kind of like, mm. and then one time it was like, yes. I'm like, and then I also informed them, do you watch out? Because I am not paying $150 for a small plant. Put your expectations down to more like a $10 plant. Listen, <laughs> nature spirits, you could pay. You could pay rent or something. That's right. Or you can repot. Oh, that's good too. So I told them last time, listen, I'm not, once you get past like that 12-inch pot, and I don't have room for Where are you gonna put 20, 12, 15, whatever the next size up. I don't have room. It's just not having to grow so much. But, I mean, that's... And you know the funny thing? When he told me one that, I went, hmm, yeah, I'll go with that. Because it made more sense than the than most of the stuff that we were thinking. And they also, like, take my crystals and take mm-hmm. my bracelets and my glasses. And, and they always return them. Yeah. So Especially when I put my foot down. They're jokesters. Yeah. And not malicious. Yeah. Even Chip Coffee picked up on that. I was pointing on the fairies. And he goes, well, I don't know about fairies. But he never would comment of what he thought it was. But mm-hmm. he said they they think it's hilarious when they hide your stuff. Yeah. And then. Which, which is With Kendrick, right. we found out that they're nature spirits. And I totally buy that. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, so to uh, me, if I think about it, I think there's more than we even know. And I think that this is my personal belief. That thousands and thousands, how many thousands of years ago, a lot of these lived in a more physical realm on our planet. 
that is one of my favorite topics of, of thought. But, or, what? Anyway, moving on from that weirdness that my brain just did. So, we all know what the uncanny valley is, right? Where it's something that is not human that looks too human, right? And we're mm-hmm. uncomfortable with it. Um, like the, the robots that are just a little too... Too real looking. <laughs> That's called the uncanny valley. Yeah. And it's, an, it's a primal fear, right? Yeah. Right? You look at that and you're like, nope. No, 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 no. It's no, not no. human. It's too so, close. So why, why do humans have a primal fear of something that looks human but is not human? Yeah, because they don't want to admit that they exist. Why is that so ingrained in us? It as a survival, it would not become a thing that stayed with us evolutionarily if yeah. it didn't serve us, yeah. right? Yeah. So. But do you, I mean, this goes back to my other theory. Go ahead. Well, you know, some people are, well, what about Neanderthals existing at the same time as Homo sapiens sapiens? Well, they did, but they didn't look the same. Yeah. And there's too many physical characteristics that were far too different, like even the way they walked. You wouldn't be making that. Yeah, you wouldn't think them as, you know, that's mm-hmm. Bigfoot or that's some yeah. brownie or that's. Yeah. You'd be like, oh. That's the tribe from over there. Yeah. Either we trade with them or we don't. Like, whatever. But you wouldn't have the Uncanny Valley thing because there's the differences were too extreme. Yeah. Whereas, why, why, do, why do so many cultures have legends of some form of doppelganger? Yeah. Why are we so afraid of that on a human level? Like on a on a core genetic level, probably because something akin to the Fae or you know spirits of place even were human enough looking until it was too late. Yeah. However you want to like, and I'm not gonna like Native Americans have a belief of a doctor. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. We don't use both don't words. Don't use words. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. <laughs> hey, I'm terrified of them, so nope. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I'm. A, I mean, I just get the feeling that a lot of things. It's funny because uh, Kinley and I had this conversation the other day about unicorns and fairies and everything. Because none of do you think they really exist? And I go, I think they did at one point, and now they're in another dimension. She's four, so I don't get too deep. But I truly believe that, and I think I'm. Mean, I always forget that the um, in Ireland the two Clapa de Donna. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. Okay. I practiced a lot. Um, <laughs> how <laughs> they went either underground or went in, and if you think of it, you know, moved into another dimension because they were kind of chased out of Ireland, right? And then mm-hmm. there was the giants and everything. So well, that's they chased going. the they chased the form Fomorians out. Yeah. And then they, in turn, were chased out by humans, but maybe not. Like yeah, there's... who knows? Something with a little extra. Yeah. Yeah. There's some interesting... Yeah. And that, stuff. I mean, that's what I truly believe. Like, that they're just kind of... Maybe it was a dimensional shift and we failed. They always say that we're shifting dimensions into higher dimension. Maybe back then, like, like we're going elsewhere. You guys are yeah. leaving you behind. 
is routine. Anyway, that's what I believe. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. And like, and like I said at the beginning, we just don't have the tools right now to fully dynamically explore the completeness of our universe. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, we just, we just don't. So until the, until we have those tools, we have to rely on our senses mm-hmm. and we have to rely on what we know. And yeah. unfortunately, because we don't have the tools, we're trying to convince people who haven't seen what we've seen, or maybe they have, but they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of it. And we're trying to explain to them our experiences using the words we have at our disposal. And the words we have at our disposal just aren't enough. Yeah. Like you couldn't like that. I mean, typical example, whatever that thing I was sore is when I was first having dinner with you and the other person. <laughs> and I, I remember seeing it like it was probably four or five inches. It's just strange, but to me, like, strange bug I've never seen before. And I'm surprised I didn't say thing because I saw it up on the wall behind you. I was like, hmm, okay, we'll just... No, but you got really, you your entire... I might. Everything changed. You got still, and you kept, you quit focusing on what was happening at the table. Yeah, I was like, what <laughs> the, you know, what is that? But I never brought... Mm-mm. So I think subconsciously I knew it was one of those things where mm-hmm. um, it was multidimensional. <laughs> but the kicker was I come home, I walk, I park, I come into the kitchen, and there it is above my curtain rod, and I just go, nope, and I went right up to bed. Nope, I'm not even dealing with that. Why? Today. Why? I'm just saying. Now, see, today. I've started seeing them. Uh, not often. Yeah. Not often. And mine um, don't have um, those in patterns. Yeah, well, I've seen a couple in my house, and it's yeah. always like, whatever, go home. Like, yeah. just scurry away, don't bother me. Yeah. But the most impressive time was with you at the cemetery when we were out um, doing a paranormal investigation yeah. at a cemetery. Um, there was only the three of us in the vicinity, and the third of us, one of us, was way down across the cemetery. Yeah. Nowhere near Nancy and I. Yeah. Nancy and I were together. I was behind her. She was walking ahead of me. I heard, clear as clear as could be, a bird's wings flap what felt like right next to my head. Yeah. Like, and it felt like a huge bird, like gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, as I'm hearing that, Nancy's reacting to something. Yeah. Because you saw it. I saw it, yeah. Mine's me. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, strange. And then, because I think that was the start where these multidimensional things started going to more like a bird Mm -hmm. from insects. I think that might have been the first time. And then next time, I'm in Albertsons walking towards Starbucks, and this bird flew right next to me, and then... Like flew, like was here, maybe three or four feet away from me, and then kept going, and then it was just gone. And I'm reacting to it, and the Starbucks girls is like, "So why were you being out?" <laughs> yeah, that was the last time I saw a what I categorize as bird, but who knows? You know, our brain we put it in that category. Could have been a flying fairy or something. I'm not. I just want bird. No one else saw it because the girl looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, I need <laughs> coffee. Mm-hmm. 
Get your spirit. You're everywhere. Everywhere. If you've made it to the end of this podcast, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> if you are now well, glancing around your house, wondering where they are. <laughs> if you have had experiences with nature spirits, why don't you drop us an email at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com or join the Facebook group and share your story over there. We are public, but if you want to keep it anonymous, go ahead and drop us a message and mm-hmm. we will post it for you. Mm-hmm. It's just Lunar Magic Tea Time podcast Facebook group. Yeah, please. We want to see who else has had these experiences. And it's interesting to see if they are increasing because yes. we're supposedly going through a shift. Yes. And also, if you're if you're out there and you work with elementals, please take a minute and share that story with us or or anything, because I am very fascinated by that concept. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> My mind goes, oh, I'm sitting here going, whoa, man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's, that's our show on nature spirits, elementals, whatever you want to call them, multidimensional Non-fair. visitors. Yeah. <laughs> Nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> Probably knock over my plants tonight or something. Great. Sorry. 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 <laughs> we, I deeply appreciate your work on the plants. Do it down a little bit. <laughs> Everybody probably thinks I'm crazy. I, I literally tell them, dude, I don't have room for 20 huge pots. you got to just cool your jets. Like no, Christmas cactus, like a, how, how much bigger do I have to go? Like it's crazy. No, it's ridiculous. My violets, about it. my violets are literally in a 10-inch pot. No. From a two-inch pot. And they're so healthy. Yeah. Yeah, look, my purple and white one now is That's just like gorgeous. crazy full of blooms. Nice. Only they don't like the one Kinley, I forget when she gave me some kind of lily for Mother's Day. And um, just, they don't like that one. And well, you know what? It does have a strong smell. Probably why they didn't take care of it. The lilies are toxic. Yeah. It was toxic to me. I'm like, oh, that's so pretty. No, I'm going to put it up there, <laughs> Kinley. Lilies are toxic. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I would assume your nature spirits are not ones used to poisons. Yeah, I mean, could be. Because it's up in the same uh, shelf as a bunch of other ones, and it just didn't make it. They water all from the same. And, but like, in the, in They love the African violets, though, and the Christmas cactus. Because for sure, lilies are a huge. You don't have them around cats. You don't have them yeah. around dogs. You don't. Yeah. So. And it has a very strong smell too. Mm-hmm. You know, we're uh, I'm new to all this. I'm, like most things, I accept it. Like mm, okay, I, I buy that one. Nature spirits, okay. I'm not new to it, but I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing people with their way. And man, if you have a picture, send it our way, please. <laughs> Go ahead and like and subscribe. Leave us a review and find us on all your podcasting apps. Remember to look up the Lunar Magic Tea Time Podcast. As always, have a magical day. Be on the lookout for nature spirits. They're everywhere around you. And stay safe out there, especially if you have some fae around you. Mm-hmm.